Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. I wanted to talk to you today about insurance claim denials. So we're seeing a lot of insurance claim denials in the middle of pandemic time. And I think there are a couple important things to know about the subject. One is that pretty much the insurance industry is predicated on you paying premiums and them denying your claim. Okay. So, you know, I say some of that with tongue in cheek, but generally as lawyers, that's what we find is that they want you to pay your premiums regularly, or they'll cancel you with proper notice. And they will deny your claims for the most part early on or lowball and negotiate with you um, like nobody else in, in the planet. So this was the experience with most people after Hurricane Superstorm Sandy, and it's the same kind of policy monkeying around that we see in auto cases a lot, and it's also the same thing we're seeing in COVID cases now. So, you know, what's the setup? How does how does that happen? How does this affect you? Well, you know, primarily this applies to business owners, and business owners, you know, pay for insurance. And, you know, they get a reputable company like the Hartford or State Farm or whoever, and they buy a big policy and they're a small business person. So, like, I've got a client who runs, um, you know, a restaurant and the restaurant's basically shut down because nobody wants to come out of their homes because the governor is telling them not to. So, you know, (laughs) does the restaurant person really know what's in their insurance policy? No, not really. They know they should have. They know it's the responsible thing to do is to have insurance, but they don't really know, you know, in detail what's in there. It's the same thing, you know, as you might have with your credit card company. You know, one, you don't sit down and read the entire credit card policy because it's written in fine print. Two, you know, even if you sat down and read it, you wouldn't understand it. And it's not a knock on you. I'm a lawyer. I've been doing this 25 years. I, I... will tell just about every other lawyer I run into that I am not a specialist in reading insurance contracts because it's not the plain English that matters. You got to make sure all the terms are defined. You got to understand what exactly, um, you know, they're allowed to do and they're not allowed to do. And it's not written down. You got to know the case law and you got to know this and that. So what happens when a client comes to me with an insurance um, question about a denial is this. I gather all the documents, I read them myself, and then I talk to one of my colleagues who I can refer the case to, and, you know, then I sort of at least can present them with the client and with an understanding of what the issues are in their case. So, you know, in my recent case, what's going on is the following. The... Insurance company policy basically addresses certain situations. The person does not have a huge policy. And the insurance policy basically talks about, you know, civil authority um, and virus coverage. So, you know, it, it basically talks about business interruption for civil authority or action of civil authority. And it also mentions virus coverage in a separate section. So, you know, you could imagine that 
you're going to get, and sure enough, my client got a denial saying, well, virus coverage meant black mold or other stuff in your in your restaurant. And by the way, the civil authority thing is not um, applicable for reasons 4, 7, and 17. Now, <clears throat> the question really, and the insurance company will fight you. They, they take this stuff very seriously. This is how they make their money is by finding denial reasons that you could not have possibly anticipated. And frankly, they could not have possibly anticipated. So, you know, for the most part, you know, most restaurant people signed up for business interruption insurance in the event that, you know, grease in their flu vent catches fire in the restaurant, burns down, and they need income, okay? So how's that different now? They're not allowed to make money, essentially, because of the civil authority. So, you know, and the civil authority is basically saying, you can't go out. So are you going to get a denial? Yeah, you're going to get a denial. (laughs) Simple as that. That's the insurance company. That's how they make their money. They don't want to pay out more than you've paid in on your premium, and that's basically what you're asking for. So... Now what? Well, now you got to look at the policy. And the interesting thing in insurance law is two things. One, the insurance company is a much more knowledgeable, powerful party. They have much more you know, visibility into the future and ability to negotiate. And drafting of the insurance policy is always held against the insurance company or the person doing the drafting. So what does that mean? Okay, well, what that means is this. You run a restaurant. You are not a specialist in insurance. You have an agent, but the agent is oftentimes employed by the restaurant. And you're just an insurance person. You're a chef. You know, you make Italian food or you make Chinese food or who knows what you make. But you're not an insurance person. So if the insurance person doesn't hold doesn't write into the policy exactly what you are signing up for, they can't then expand the policy beyond that and say, oh, by the way, you know, this also covers this other thing we didn't mention. So if there's a vague or an unclear section in the insurance contract or the insurance policy, that's held against them. Now, the other thing that's present in every insurance case where these, you know, wrongful denials are is essentially, you know, it's sort of a common law good faith argument, which may not carry a lot of weight. But, you know, you're basically saying I signed up for business interruption insurance. My business was interrupted by something wholly, totally out of my control. And now you don't want to pay me. You know, it's sort of a like a come on, man, (laughs) situation. Um, so, you know, is an insurance company going to want to go in front of a jury with that situation? No. Are you ever going to get to a jury? Well, that's a tough call because if the policy says we don't cover pandemic or we don't cover, um, you know, this other thing, then you're going to lose on summary judgment. So that means you won't even actually get to the stage of a jury, and that's kind of what insurance law is predicated on is, you know, do you have a claim under the policy? Is there an arguable claim to be made? So, you know, like in this restaurant thing I'm looking at, the client has a $50,000 
policy for lost business income, which, you know, is probably the most they could conceive of losing after a month or two of a fire, right? But now you're going to be shut down maybe three months, six months, who knows? So you will have lost far in excess of that. Um, so what's the other, is there any other way to get more money out of this? And there's this whole area of insurance bad faith law where, you know, it's not so much the 50000 that they're denying you. It's that, you know, they kind of suckered you into buying this policy with the full intention of fighting you tooth and nail on it. And then sure enough, when you needed it, they weren't there for you. So that, if it's a wrongful denial, can become a much larger case. So what does that mean? Well, if the insurance company is acting contrary to good insurance practices, which is, you know, a mushy area, um, but let's say they deny all the Philadelphia small business claims, but they allow them all from Connecticut because that's where the Hartford's from. Okay. Is that a bad faith denial? Yeah. I don't know. It might be. What happens if they denied all claims over 100000 and none of them under 100000 Do the people with 100000 and more policy have a claim? Yeah, probably, right? Anytime they're doing something that um, is a result of either a internal policy or uh, kind of sloppy, negligent evaluation of your particular claim, you're going to start looking at bad faith, okay? So in the auto context, if someone is, you know, paralyzed in a car accident and the insurance company keeps saying, no, $5,000, $5,000 is, is our best offer, that's going to be a bad faith claim. Someone and somehow. So, you know, essentially that's kind of the question is we always assume that they're doing something wrong, but the policies are pretty strong policies if they exclude certain things, right? So if you exclude civil authority closure, then the insurance company is going to win that, right? If they don't cover that and they say they don't cover that, you're kind of screwed on that. That's what, you know, you kind of get what you pay for. But, you know, if you bought business interruption insurance and there is a, <clears throat> you know, a line item for civil authority closures, you know, and it's a big enough policy, you, you can sue the insurance company. You might also sue your agent if you had a private independent agent. That's one thing to say, hey, you didn't tell me about this and now look what's happened. Um, you know, and that's sort of how these things go. The important thing is that when they're denying claims, you got to really get a lawyer involved because the denials are very, very law-specific, case-specific, policy-specific. And for the most part, clients who I, you know, I know are, are good small business people kind of throw up their hands and they pick up the phone and they call me and they say, Andrew, I, I know this stuff turns on words or paragraphs and I, I, I can't even get through the first five pages of this and make any sense of it. So you take it. All right. So then I basically take the same position. I figure it out. I read the policy and then I call one of the people who really knows this stuff inside and out. So that's about insurance claim denials for now. This is Ask Andy. This is sponsored by 
my law firm, New Earth Law Office, a King of Prussia personal injury firm in the outskirts of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, we are right near historic Valley Forge, where George Washington was. And you can find me on the web, like me on Facebook, get in touch with me on LinkedIn or whatever you like. Have a great day. Thanks.